1: This is CarPro USA, the place for straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive from a man with over 35 years in the auto industry and two terms as the chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council, Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro. His trusty sidekick is Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy. Talking to Jerry is like getting an extra Snickers bar from the vending machine. Kevin's like getting a bonus candy bar too, but it might be a Zag Here they are now on CarPro USA.
2: And thank you for joining us. This is CarPro USA. I'm Jerry Reynolds of CarPro. I've been in the car business for many, many years. I owned a chain of dealerships. I was uh, chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council for two years. Uh, Just lots of experience that I share with our listeners because we appreciate you. I want to make sure that you do the right thing when you go to buy a car. So, there's a couple ways that we can connect At 800-926-7777, when you hear someone hang up, call then, 800-926-7777. You can go to carprousa.com, find all kinds of information there. And then the third way we can connect is if at the top of the CarProUSA website, you click on the Facebook page, and like our Facebook page, we are active there all week long. So there's just all kinds of ways that we can connect and I can help you just choose one or choose them all, whatever you want to do. And let us know what we can do to assist you. My trusty sidekick, Kevin McCarthy is joining me now.
3: And I have fun on our Facebook page too. You do. I take it a little more serious. Oh yeah. Well, you're about but- information and, you know, straight talking on the I just, you know, kind of, Pull around. Play, yes, (laughs) on Facebook. That's that's where I waste my time. Okay, Uh, this week's newsletter. Seriously, folks, you had two lists. And I was telling a friend while I was working on them, I said, well, sometimes there's comfort in numbers and sometimes there's not. Yes, that's right. And if you're on the list of the 20 best-selling cars of the third quarter that you put out, I think you'd probably find some comfort in the fact that, gee, I'm not the only one. That's right. Now, if you were on the list of the most stolen vehicles in the country in the last year, or in 2019, that's probably not a list you'd like to be on.
2: No, definitely not. Uh, F-150 was the most stolen vehicle in America. one One side of you says, okay, so pickups are popular and they bring good money and the f-150 is the number one selling vehicle in the world it's natural Uh, you're going to get more thefts if there's more of them out there um so i kind of took that into consideration but there's so many of you who are driving them right now boy i know it's scary so be sure that you lock it up and and i'm i'm told they're not overly easy to steal Mm -hmm. but they just bring so much money you know, on the on the black market that people go to the trouble. We had we had unfortunately a, a case yesterday right here in Dallas with a I still can't believe this happened. And it happened not far from where I live too, by the way. Um, two 18 year old girls stole an F two fifty diesel.
3: Dually. No. No, just
2: just an just, F250. Just an F250. 18-year-old girls. 18-year-old girls uh got in chase with the police in my town. Oh gosh. Garland, Texas. Out on the freeway, um lost control, jumped it jumped a uh guardrail, landed in a guy's house. Oh. The truck exploded. Oh. The driver died. The oh. other passenger, the other 18-year-old girl got out uh, before the explosion, but the one that actually drove the truck. And I <clears throat> I can't help but wonder if,
3: if the owner didn't leave the keys in it. Oh, it had to be. I mean, to, there's no way an 18-year-old girl or an 18-year-old boy, for that matter, maybe a boy, I don't know. 18-year-old girls don't know how to hotwire a car. Well, you a, can't hotwire
2: you you hot anymore anyway. No? no? No. There's too many too many, uh, too many, fail safes for that. But you can bust the ignition if you know what you're doing.
3: Well, if you uh, know what you're doing. But how many teenagers would know?
2: I I, I would hope not many 18-year-olds, no matter what their gender is, yeah. would know. But this happened, and it cost uh, someone their life. And I'm sure the other girl is big trouble, too. For being, uh, for well, being, she's part of probably
3: it. lost her best friend.
2: Well, probably, yeah. Let's talk to Alex in Sherman Oaks, California. Hello, Alex. Yes, uh, good
3: morning, Jerry. How are
2: you today? I'm good, buddy. What could I help you with?
4: Okay, so, uh, my, uh, my wife and I, we, uh, we have a Nissan Rogue right now, it's a lease, so we, we're finishing up and we're getting a. Um, we set our mind on the RX 350L, yeah, because we, we need a three rows, we have three kids and a bunch of relatives. So my question is, um, I was looking online yesterday, and uh, it comes in a two wheel and four wheel, and the difference is about eight thousand dollars. And I don't understand, you know, do we need a four wheel or do we need a two wheel for that kind of car? You
2: don't need, you don't need. Uh, it's actually all wheel, but you don't need that. Oh well, uh, yeah, sorry. Where you are, uh, you're not running into in- any inc- inclement weather. But I, I think you looked at something wrong, pal. There's just no way it's eight thousand dollars difference. It's very minimal. About six,
4: maybe. Should no, it's 6, it,
2: it should be closer to fifteen hundred dollars. But it doesn't matter oh. because if you don't okay. need it, you don't need it, and it's going to cut down on your fuel economy. The other thing I would warn you about—I don't know if you've looked closely at a RX three fifty L—but that third row seat is very, very small. You can forget putting adults back there. Now, if you got oh, little no, kids. No.
4: We have uh, we want to put two oldest ones, ten uh, year old and a six year old in the back, so
5: they don't bother us and watch the you know iPads back there.
4: Well, and they
2: yeah, the, will... they're going to be cramped, especially the ten year old if he's pretty good size. But uh, I love the vehicle. I love the RX. It's I've often said it's the best SUV ever made, and I believe that. Um, if you are you looking at brand new ones. Yeah, because, you know, we we used to have a
4: Highlander, you know, the, just, the, you know, not the newest one, but right before that, the three-row one. Yeah. And it was enough, you know, it was plenty of sit there. I mean, it was very comfortable to sit in the Highlander.
5: But we want to go just a little bit higher now. So we check, we looked at the RX.
2: Check the check the third-row seat and make sure, okay, we'll because do. I'm going to tell you, it's not going to be anything like the Highlander was. Oh, Nothing. really? Okay. No. In fact, nice. if you want to look – at carprousa.com under car reviews, we reviewed the L twice. I had it once and Amy had it once, and that was one of the things that we both remarked about, even though the reviews were a couple of years apart, about the lack of third row seat space in the RX. Uh, if if you know if, if it'll last it, as your kids grow and there's enough room back there, you think you can't beat them. As far as long term reliability and durability, but just I, I really want you to pay attention to that third row seat. That's one of those things that you could regret later on if you don't look at it now. I've got a fantastic Lexus dealer in Santa Monica that at my website, Lexus of Santa Monica, and they, Matt Unger's the GM, great guy.
1: If you don't know whether to buy these or just steal a car, wait a minute can't be right. Uh, The point is, call CarPro USA. 1-800-926-7777. You
3: know, I was thinking back to a caller Jerry had earlier on CarPro USA. that had bought a vehicle and hadn't taken what Jerry calls a proper Test drive, and we're not talking about gray poupon. We're talking about doing a test drive the way you ought to, before you commit to buying a thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollar vehicle under a lot of different circumstances. And he's got instructions on the FAQ page, or not instructions, but advice on how to take a proper test drive. Correct. This guy didn't. No, he just fell in love with the looks of the car, took it around the block, or something. You know, oh, yeah, this feels good. I like it. You know, I'm hot to trot and bought it. And $5,000 later, he can't stand the ride. He can't stand the cabin noise. Didn't sound like he liked anything about the vehicle. And he's going to just dump it. Yeah. And I just asked Jerry during the commercial breaks, I said, how much, how much money is that 5,000 miles going to cost him? More Mm -hmm. than a a dollar a mile
2: or more? Probably. Probably. If you're going to, if you're going to dump a nearly new car really fast, uh, it's going to be expensive because the first-year depreciation is always the greatest. And that's why, you know, this guy, had he leased this vehicle, he'd have been able to get out of it a lot sooner, and he probably could have learned to live with it. But, you know, under the circumstances, when he goes to trade it in, even if he trades it in for another Toyota, which is what this was, then he's, I mean— 10 20 percent stick of price um, it, it's yeah 20 percent probably oh god uh, because the dealer they trades it to it's got to be cheap enough to get somebody to buy it and with with the incentives on the rav4 right now and in, in the texas market where he was calling from it's it's got a 1500 hundred dollar rebate and then that's before the discount so if 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 the dealer doesn't hit it at six or seven grand back of what this guy paid, uh, nobody's going to buy it. They're just
3: going to buy a brand new one. And that's the problem. So that's, that's what we run into. The point is before you buy a car, visit carprousa.com, hit the FAQ page, and read about how to take a proper test drive. Correct.
2: Kathy in Ridgecrest, welcome. How can I help you?
6: Oh, hi, Jerry and Kevin. We're so glad to talk to you. I am here with my 79-year-old mother who is looking to replace her 2011 Ford Edge with about 96,000 miles. Yes. And so we can go anywhere to buy the car. That's not a problem. But in town here, it's a very rural area, and there are only two dealers. So when we're looking at servicing down the road, the only two dealers are Toyota and Ford. So is that something that should limit us to those two brands or not is our first question.
2: Does she typically take it in for service?
6: Yes, she does. It's her.
2: Yeah. Then that would be, that would certainly be a consideration. Should be at least.
6: Okay. That's what we thought. So does that mean we're looking at the edge and the Venza or can we add like the Lincoln and the, rx to the list like would the toyota dealer be able to service a lexus and would the ford dealer be able to
2: service a lincoln they would be able to service it if you need warranty work done then it would have to go back to one of those two dealers so if she has an actual repair under warranty then then it would have to go back now after the warranty expires if she has a repair certainly she could get it done there locally So, but it's just, it's just the the stickler of the warranty. So for 36 months, for 36,000 miles, if she has a real problem, not just an oil change or, or, Mm -hmm. you know, something along those lines, but if she has a real problem, she's going to have to carry it back into, what's, what's the closest town to you?
6: So well, we're in Ridgecrest, probably, uh, what Palmdale or Lancaster or Bakersfield. Yeah. They're all a couple hours away.
2: Okay. Um, And some, it, it, you won't find this on the, the Lincoln unless she gets a black label, uh, which is their sort of concierge service. But most of your Lexus dealers will pick up and deliver for service, even a couple of hours away. That's a question to ask before she goes to buy one. So, okay. it you know, do you do, do, you have a concierge service that will come pick up my car, bring me a loaner, and take theirs back. If so, then I wouldn't hesitate. But I will tell you this, too. The new Edge, I just had it. I put the review up less than two weeks ago. It's pretty we spectacular. Oh, I tell you what. Yeah. I was pretty impressed. And I've always been a fan of the Edge. But it mm-hmm. is more Lincoln-like today than I have ever seen the Edge since it came out. So, I, I think to save the money and to have a dealer local... If I were her, then I would look and take a good look at the Edge. Um, The Venza was great. I just wouldn't put it in a luxury category. And I think the Edge is real close. Kathy, thank you for your call. I appreciate it.
1: One of the most important and most expensive decisions you can make is buying a new vehicle. Get some help. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.
2: We got a Sharon in Lakeway in the Austin area. Sharon, how can I help you?
7: Uh, Yes, I had called uh, about four or five months ago. I have two cars: a 2011 Ford Fusion with about 98,000 miles, a 2008 Toyota Camry with about 135,000 miles. I want to. I need to sell one. You suggested selling the Fusion. But my brother said I needed to tell you that I don't drive the Toyota very much. It's A lot of times it sits for a couple of weeks. I try to drive it once a week, but sometimes it goes a few weeks without being driven. Would you still make the same recommendation? Yeah,
2: I really would. Uh, you know, not driving a car for a week or two is not going to hurt anything. It's when they set up okay. for months at a time that the, the things okay. start to deteriorate. But, you know, if you're driving it every week or two, does the battery always... Uh, work the way it's supposed to does it crank every time you get in it uh yes yeah it's a toyota of course um that's keep, the keep only it, uh, keep it that's the only real fear that you have when a car sits for a couple of weeks but not so much back in '08 as it is today today people are having a real problem that they don't drive their car once a week or once every 10 days the battery runs down because there's so much electronics running even when the car's off Back in oh eight, that wasn't oh. the case. Uh I still say the okay. Camry's got more life left in it than the fusion does. Okay. E- even the, awesome. even with the increased miles.
7: Great. And um can I ask you one other question? Sure. Um, so next in the next year or so, um, I'm looking to buy a travel trailer, uh probably twenty five foot ish that, that I would like to um live in a lot of the time. Yeah. Um So I know I'll have to buy a new vehicle for that. Do you recommend buying the trailer first or the vehicle?
2: Oh, no. Buy the trailer first for sure. Because you you, you plan on buying a 25-foot trailer there. But when you get there and start really looking at them, you could end up with a 30-foot trailer. And that's the difference between being able to pull it with a half-ton truck and having to go to a three-quarter-ton truck. And that's going to be a lot more money. So get your trailer first always, and then I'll help you select a truck to pull it with. Be sure when you get that trailer that they tell you the dry weight, the weight of the trailer with nothing inside, and that way we'll know exactly what truck and what rear end you need. I'll be happy to help you.
1: If you want to know the best time to buy a new vehicle, let the CarPro help you. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.
2: This Hour of Car Pro USA is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people. Go to OReillyAuto.com and remember, if you've got a check engine light on and you want to find out why, take it to O'Reilly. They'll do that for you for free. That's just part of the what they do. Great people to do business with. And also brought to you by... Indeed.com. Find that high-impact hire your business needs to succeed at indeed.com slash high-impact.
3: You know, we've all heard, as I said earlier, it doesn't hurt to look. I I just checked, and if you want to get the first look at the 2021 Rolls-Royce Ghost, which, of course, I will never drive, probably never Uh, I mean, I'll never own, never drive, maybe never ride in. But even never having had any experience with the Rolls, it's so fascinating how much they've changed their approach to building cars for what they think their buyers want.
2: Yeah, find out what the other side lives like.
3: (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, anyway, I just looked. It's not on our website, but it is in yesterday's newsletter. And if you go to our website, carprousa.com click on one of the orange bars that says subscribe to our newsletter. You'll get it this afternoon, this evening at the latest, and you can drool at that Rolls Royce just like I did.
2: Yep, you'll love it. I promise you that. One story that'll be in next week's newsletter that you don't even know about. Yes. Kind of proud of this. They announced yesterday the winners of the Texas Auto Riders Association Mm-hmm. uh awards every year they they've got several categories not very many winners uh but i won two of the three categories for radio and amy won one of the three places for um riding one of her reviews really so we snagged three texas auto rider awards for uh, this past year And uh, we'll give you some details on that in this coming newsletter. But it's kind of cool. It's hard to win.
3: Congratulations. and hard to win. And that's our fourth win in radio. You know, you, both of you are exquisite writers. I mean, I look at the stuff sometimes that you write in your syntax and your grammar and everything. And the same thing with Amy and I go, you know, these two people can really write. (laughs) I just talk. (laughs)
2: let's talk to ronnie in sugarland texas hello ronnie what can i do for you
8: hi jerry thanks for taking my call you bet um real quick the the uh, lady you were talking to a couple of calls back about the edge is that a 2020 or 2021
2: i had the 2020 edge um okay but i don't think there's any big massive changes for the 2021 at least not that i've heard of um and the bargains right now are on the 2020s because that's where the big rebates are.
8: Right, but you were really impressed with it. I was.
2: I was. And look, I've always been a fan. Uh, that thing came out in 2007, and I've liked it since. I've recommended it to many friends and relatives. They all like it. It's been very, very reliable. But, it, you know, there were nicer SUVs out there for similar money, in my opinion, all through the years. But in this 2020 They really upped the game on this thing. It it is super nice inside. Okay. Uh, I would encourage you to go to carprousa.com. Put Edge in at the search box at the top. It'll pull up my review and video both. And you can kind of experience it with me, especially in that video.
8: Okay. And real quick, here's what I called about. My wife and I in our 70s. We've got a 2009 Eddie Byer Expedition, 101,000 miles. We had it, bought it at the time because we were hauling around grandkids, and those days are behind us. And the vehicle's just too big for us. It's like driving the Titanic. Yeah. So we would like to downsize, and I guess if you downsize and want to stay in an SUV, is that what they call the midsize?
2: Yeah, the Edge.
8: That would yeah yeah it's a midsize expedition.
2: It's a midsize. Okay,
8: Okay. Uh, so the Edge would be one that you would suggest. Are there any others you might suggest looking at?
2: If you don't need a third row seat, the Edge is great. Um, you might look at the Nissan Murano. It's it's got okay. some nice safety features. I wouldn't I wouldn't rule it out. I think the Edge will last longer. But if you've got a okay. 09 with 101,000 miles, you're not driving a lot anyway. So no,
8: ten to twelve. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So that's not a that's not a huge consideration. Uh, but the yeah, Nissan with that kind it, of mileage. Go ahead. I'm sorry. The, the um, if you want to step up a little bit to luxury, I'd buy a newer certified uh, RX 350 Lexus.
8: Uh, okay.
2: But you're going to pay uh, for it.
8: With that, with, right. With that kind of mileage we're putting on a vehicle, would you suggest us looking at a lease deal? Or Absolutely.
2: No doubt about it. Okay. It'd be, it'll, okay. It'll be the least out-of-pocket expense you could have on a vehicle. Uh, look, Look on my FAQ page and read about leasing. Ronnie, I've got, I've got a leasing section. I've got a senior section and one of the articles under the senior section is leasing for seniors. I wrote it just for people, you know, over 65 years old, particularly those that are doing their very first lease. So read that. I think it'll be a huge help to you. Um, and I've got good dealers all over Houston. I'll send you over to Jorge at Tom ball. If you, if you end up on the edge, he's fantastic. And he will take great care of you guys. Now, let me know if I can help you. Don't don't rush into anything, but let me know what I can do for you. I'm here every weekend. Let's talk to J.R. in Lawndale, California. Hello, J.R.
5: Hey, how you doing there, buddy? Good, man. Um, I know I've called you before. Uh, I, well, back in 2008, I went to Washington. And my mom was going to give me her car when she... You know, knew she was going to be passing away because she had a brain tumor. Oh, I'm sorry. And uh, I ended up getting a, you know, well, yeah. Uh, I ended up getting her a 2011 SX Kia Forte. Yeah. And uh, it's only got, like, right now it's got 42,000 miles on it. 42, 30, 65. or, Or 42, 365. It had like 25 thousand miles on it when I took it from Washington and drove it back to California. Right. So what do you basically think about this car? This car is an SX. It's not the normal EX uh, of the uh, Kia 2011's. It's they, got the special wheels. It's got the yeah, lights in the front.
2: they're pretty, they're good looking cars, no doubt. Did Do you know, did she do um, the maintenance that she was supposed she did, to she do? Did, she took care of,
5: She yeah, she, she was a real nitpicker on, car, on her cars when she had them. So she took care of everything on them. And I, I mean, I'm just taking care of the oil changes now on them. And this car is still running great. And it ran from Washington down to here. I even took it to Lake Isabella in yeah. California from, uh, you know, L.A. And it's it's still running good and everything. Um, but somebody told me about the only problem is if something breaks down on these car, on these Kios. And this one's a 2011. It's still running good and everything. Um, that it's expensive to fix the problems. That's, well, you know everything's computering. If, computer and cars, if you is. take
2: it to a dealership, it will be. But if you find a good independent garage, that that car is fairly economical to work on, and it won't cost you an arm and, and a leg. Yeah, oh yeah. It's Here's the thing: on gas. Kia today builds a much better car than they built in 2011. There's, I mean, that's just not that's not up for discussion. That's just a fact. Uh, I'd put a Kia up against anything today. But in 2011, they were still struggling, struggling a little bit. I think you've got, uh, I think that car will go to 100,000 miles if you continue to maintain it. Once you get past that, it could get a little bit dicey. So I'd plan on keeping it to 100 and then getting rid of it.
1: Buying, leasing, residual value. To get clear on all of those, call Car Pro USA at one 926 7777
3: Here at CarPro USA, we have a lot of fun with our Facebook page. We have a classic car of the weekend, every weekend. And with all the buzz about the new super-fast all-electric $112,000 Hummer that's coming back. Our classic car, if you want to call it that, of the weekend pays tribute to the buzz about the Hummer this week. There you go. Click the Facebook logo at our website, carprousa.com.
2: We've got a listener in Midland that's already got one of those on order from uh, Freeman Buick GMC in uh, Dallas. Actually, in Grapevine. George in Sherman Oaks, California. Welcome. How can I help you, George?
4: Hi, Jerry. Long-time listener. Love the show. Very informative, very accurate, and congrats on the awards.
2: Well, thank you, sir. That's very, very kind of you. I appreciate it.
4: Uh, I need some advice on a strategy in my train of thought. We're a two-car baby boomer family that's going to be looking at retirement in the next three to five years. We only lease. I really only like rear-wheel drive and all-wheel drive V6 vehicles. Uh, Currently, my wife has a 2017 RDX Acura. With 48,000 miles, we extended the lease. We're about six months into a one-year extension, and we're pretty sure we're going to buy the car at lease end. Residual is about 21,000. Yeah. Uh, five grandchildren, uh, all with baby seats at this point, although we're not going to carry them all at the same time. We do need something that also has a six- and a seven-seater. So we're thinking about keeping the Acura and then getting a, another replacement vehicle that will uh, you know, handle at least six passengers. Uh, love the Yukon love the uh, uh, the Tahoe and the upcoming Grand Wagoneer but I'm not willing to spend 70 or 80 grand on a uh, depreciating American vehicle so we're thinking about waiting for the Acura MDX to come out and hope that the third row and the access to the third row is much better this time yeah uh, or I have a 2016 GMC Acadia they don't make that floor plan anymore except for the uh, traverse and the enclave, I don't like either one of them, and that was a seven seater that was comfortable all the way to the third row. oh
2: yeah, it was before they downsized it
3: absolutely
4: right, so I can pick one up with under fifty thousand miles for around twenty five thousand. My train of thought is either wait for the MDX for that second car, purchase the Acura with or without an extended warranty, and uh if not, maybe pick up the Acadia, do a you know a a full service, a new battery, new tires, a detail, and, I, and I've got a brand new car. But it's still, I've got a, a 50,000 mile GMC that I want to carry through retirement, and I'm kind of worried. So I'm not really sure what direction to go with this for that larger vehicle.
2: I'm uh, agreeing with you on. Driving. I'm agreeing with you on buying the RDX. That makes good sense to me, um, and and that residual sounds really good, especially right now. Um, make, with used car prices, make to
4: buy an extended warranty on
2: that. I would, but I would only buy a powertrain warranty. George, uh, the odds—I mean, Acura is a Honda. It, it, The odds of anything huge happening are slim and none. But if you buy the powertrain warranty and you do have a major malfunction of some sort, which could happen, then you're covered for the things that cost you a lot of money. If you try to buy an extended warranty that just covers everything, it's going to be very expensive and doubtful it will pay for itself. But if you had the powertrain coverage, up as long as you can go a hundred thousand, maybe hundred and twenty-five, if they offer that, uh, then I think that's the safe way to go. I I would tell you that this twenty twenty Explorer that I'm driving right now, it's rear wheel drive. And it is spectacular. Lots of third-row seat room, captain's chairs in the middle two rows, so you'd have a six-passenger with this configuration. Um, And I get what you're saying about American SUVs depreciating, but there's also advantages to it. Uh, They make the best riding, quietest interior, give you the most room. Uh, And and you're wanting a six-cylinder. This seems to me like this might be the one for you. I would recommend if you get my newsletter next next week, I'll have the Explorer review in there and you can take a look at it and the video and see if that fits the bill. I think that's a smarter move than buying a used Acadia. Buddy, we got to run. I appreciate the call.
1: Buying, leasing, residual value. To get clear on all of those, call CarPro USA at one 800 7777
2: Linda in San Antonio, welcome. You've got the last word this hour. How can I help you?
9: Well, I have a 2016 Lexus. It's an LS460. It has about 50,000 miles on it, and I'm considering trading it in to buy a new one but i noticed consumers report doesn't have a very good uh outlook on the ls right now
2: well that means it's a great car then (laughs) i'm serious you recommend it absolutely there's nothing there's nothing better out there i first off why would you get rid of this one what 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 are you hoping to gain are you just tired of this one
9: no, I'm not tired of it. We just felt like if we didn't trade it in fairly soon, it would keep depreciating. It's in excellent shape.
2: It's five years old now. Most of the depreciation is gone. I I, I can't see any reason to do this, Linda. Okay. Uh oh. All right. You were yeah. you sounded disappointed <laughs> with that. You're you just want-
9: no no not really. My you, husband feels like it's it's bad to keep it for very long because then you don't get the trade in oh, oh, value um the longer you wait.
2: Yeah, but you know what a new LS five hundred runs these days? Yes, eighty I, eighty plus thousand dollars and you've got a one with works. fifty thousand miles that's got at least another hundred thousand miles in it without any major repairs, maybe more. I'm sorry. Okay. I just don't. I don't. I don't. I can't make the case. It, if you're tired of it and just want something new, that's a whole different ballgame. But it doesn't no, sound I'm not like.
9: tired of it. I've, yeah. We've always had the Lexus, um, but just wanted to upgrade a little
2: bit. Well, you can certainly do that. But I just don't see a reason to. I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. You've got a great car, it's going to last you a lot longer.
1: Um, I, I think I'd just hang on to it. If you're looking to buy a new car, call CarPro USA. Ask for Jerry, not Kevin, at 1 800 926 7777.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly
3: requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at the coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need.